Welcome back to the Living Simply Bear podcast. I'm so honored and so excited to have you here. This episode is truly so special. I left this conversation with the incredible Emily Doyle feeling so excited and so ready to just go sit for a tea ceremony. It was incredibly grounding and her take coming from another herbalist actually just like Gina was last week. Her perspective was just so beautiful and it really sparked something in me and I hope it sparked something in you as well. I hope you enjoy this episode and without further ado, let's go ahead and just dive right in. I am so grateful to chat with you. I've been loving seeing all of your beautiful um, photos and your space and how you share tea and all of the magic that you create. And so I just want to like get to know you a little more and like what you're up to. Um, and then also your tea practice and how that kind of came to be for you and what that has taken shape, how that has taken shape in your life. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm in love, love, love with this practice and I'm in love with plants in general and I've been in love with plants and flowers and trees and yep, the whole spectrum of beings that are the earth and the earth being herself. But yeah, I've been an herbalist for like six, five and a half years or something like that. And so when tea found me, which I'm so kind of flabbergasted that I hadn't really connected with like really whatsoever before like a year and a half ago. And so like, yeah, I've had so many different relationships with other plants, you know, like rose or deeply connected to like cacao and also just nettle plants of my, my own like lineage. And I've been really going through cycles with different plants and I've been intrigued with tea ceremony for a long time, but I just felt this part of me that didn't feel like it was right to seek it out. Like I felt like if I were to align with it, then that would be, it's meant for me. It's meant to be in my life. Um, And, but so I waited a long time. Like I, I, I actually forgot that I was interested Um, because I I think when I got Instagram a long time ago, I noticed a few people that were sharing tea ceremonies and I I was like, Oh my gosh, that looks really wonderful and kind of forgot. Mm. And I I remember Googling like a few years ago, like tea ceremony and like (laughs) nothing came of it. I was just like, all right, there's nothing coming up for me. Like I couldn't figure it out. Just wasn't the time. I feel like it's that classic, like, when the student is ready, the teacher appears kind of thing. Totally. And yeah, it like truly felt that way. So I guess the end of 2018, the beginning of 2019, I was like, oh my gosh, this was the biggest like death that I was going through in a long, long time. Like I was definitely like questioning everything about myself, questioning like who I even was, like even questioning my herbalism path and I do that a lot in the winter anyways because the plants aren't there and I'm like what am I even doing with my life (laughs) like just wait until spring and you'll remember because they just like go away (laughs) and 
They're, they don't though, because I have them dried and all of that. But I do question things a lot in the winter. So I was in one of those like crises and also going through like such a, an intense heartbreak, such an intense heartbreak. And I remember just actually being on Instagram and I saw Jade of Wow T's post. And I didn't even know if this was a woman or like, I had no clue like who this like person that I was following was. Cause a lot of times I'll just like follow someone. And so I just like randomly messaged her, even though I, I did think it was a man at the beginning, like I just didn't know. And I was like, I've just been so interested in this for so long. Like, can you just like show me? Cause I got to that breaking point mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm so inspired by people that are practicing and learning from this plant. And I think it was just cause I was like in such a low, I just like, I, I needed, I needed something. And I get it, it, I don't even remember messaging her really. And, um, and yeah, she actually guided me. We, we, I did her course, which I loved. It was so beautiful and I loved Jade. And, and then that year, actually, I wanted to, like, I've also been very inspired by the Global Tea Hut as well and just didn't know how to go about that. And then it just so happened that like, well, actually, I wanted to go to the Taiwan Center, but they had closed mm-hmm. um, right before I kind of was wanting to go. But right when I was thinking of, like, I, it would be a good time to go, Abuda was actually going to New York. So I was able to go to New York and take a bunch of, like, a, a whole week of classes with him and, like, ceremonies. And that was, like, really, I, I couldn't believe it happened and like, it was in New York. It was very close to home because I'm on the East. And it was just like, it was so easy. To, mm-hmm. And there was another teacher of mine there. And it was just like, spirit was like, here you go. Like, I'm just going to make this really easy for you. <laughs> I feel and, like that's how tea kind of shows up. It's like, you yeah. had it. And like you said, it's like, you, the student's ready, the teacher will come. And Yeah, it was just cool. And then um, practicing. Just every day, I I love daily practices in general. I've I've had a, a daily practice for a really long time, and showing up and waking up, and it just it just fit. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't any extra effort to have to like make space. Like the space was already there, and maybe that's why she came. You know, maybe that's why she presented herself because maybe in the past I actually didn't have the space and that like the true space to honor her in the way that she needs to be honored and I feel like um I had that and then she just it was like this like kind of like puzzle piece that like kind of just needed to be there and she she fits and and I'm learning so much like so so like such a crazy amount and even with my herbal practice she like I consider her an herbal teacher basically especially through learning through the global tea hut tradition, even though I haven't went to Taiwan, but to listen to Wuda talk and and just the the tradition and practice of this lineage has helped me to even make my medicine differently mm. as an herb, which has been really cool to watch unfold. In what ways has it changed that, or have you seen it kind of evolve and and grow? Um, I guess the main way is deep 
presence, like the, the presence that we bring to the ceremony, I definitely was not to this extent bringing it to my, the other plants and herbs in my life that I definitely love deeply. And I just felt like I was so inspired by the integrity of this practice and also the reverence in the practice. And I, I was almost feeling jealousy from my other plant allies, the, the, the plants I work with that they're like, well, what's this, what's this tea girl doing here? Why does she get all your love and reverence? And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to, so I just changed it. And I like, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I have the capability to fully slow down and give this type of presence to, you know, the people and the plants and myself as well. It's just that the practice is definitely a life practice. And I think that's a huge teaching in this, in the practice, but I really found it helpful. It really came out of the tea ceremony and into my life, like pretty quickly and I think that's why I keep coming back to it because I need it like I need these teachings deeply you know Mm, I love that so much Mm -hmm. oh that's so beautiful I can like see you making your medicine and Uh oh what what a beautiful gift to be given to also Mm -hmm. then not deeply connect with one plant but then deeply connect with all of the plants yeah, definitely. And there is, there's so much, there's such a special relationship with Camellia sinensis though. Like, like she, you know, she's a queen. We've heard this, like she is a sacred divine plant teacher and not all, I guess, yes, all plants are, but then there's like the big teachers. Like I'm so inspired that she's you know, like the second most drank beverage in the world, that kind of like, when I think of that on like an energetic level, that her medicine is like being reached that far, like, no wonder we, you know, bow and honor her with that kind of like, she's creating so many waves and healing so many people. And I'm trying to approach plants in this way. There are elders, you know, and especially times like, these we there's not a lot of like spiritual elders left but it's in the plants there's so many memories held within plants and i feel like tea and camellia sinensis is holding a lot of beautiful ancient memories Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean is that like that is so true and that's why when you sit with her you're like I mean, depending on the tea and like, and all, there's so many components that go into it, but for the most part, you're very, very dropped in. It's very grounding, but also she can be very transcending and that can be something that you need to like take into this otherworldly place. And, and in that reflection that you just shared, it's like, maybe it isn't otherworldly. It's just a world that we just haven't experienced, but it's something that already happened. Yeah, that's so true. And it, I, uh, you know, I feel so grounded. And that was one thing I was kind of like a little bit surprised with when I began, because a lot of plants that I'm attracted to aren't the grounding ones, (laughs) Um, which grounding is, is, I think, necessary for us these days, because there's so much, you know, like gnawing at us to like, be pulled outside of our body and I, and maybe it's the space and the slowness of 
the practice that helps us come into our body. Like maybe, maybe being embodied is natural. And there's that part of tea that like helps us come into our like natural state. She really helps us become, or yeah, not become because we already are, but like maybe she helps us to just continue to make that space to be what is natural and embodied and being grounded is natural. And yeah, I think a lot of us aren't grounded. So creating that space and every day, like I need it every day because I just get stuck <laughs> it all, you know, I try not to, but it's just, I come out of my body quite easily. So coming back to a daily practice every day is definitely a huge part of the medicine I need right now. <laughs> definitely. I know I was just speaking with my partner this morning. I was like, we do this thing where every morning, usually it's after tea today, we did it during breakfast, but it's, we say at least 10 things we're grateful for. And it's an, it's such a lovely way to start the day because we like, you know, we, we immediately say our gratitude for each other. And, um, and I mean, it's, it's been a really helpful practice, but I was reflecting on like how grateful I am that had a practice that has been so consistent in my life every day for years now. Like I've never had that. And like, it truly does. Like I'm, and I don't know for you. So I'm going to pose this question. Like I start my day every, I start every day with tea. Um, and that is like the foundation. It's like putting the roots into the ground to then move through the day. And so I'm curious, like in your practice, do you sit in the morning or what is your, you know, your practice look like in that way? Yeah, I, I sit every single morning, like probably 99% of the time I sit every, every single morning. It's first thing. And some days I'll sit twice, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'll sit if I want, I'm not really serving others at this point. Like I do sometimes like when I, there's a lot of people in my life very curious about the practice because there's not um, there's not really any tea ceremonies over here. And so a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like what are you doing? Can I join? And then I'm always like, I'm, I feel like such a student at this point. And I, I, I'm enjoying this little part of being a student because someday maybe I will share more. But I really am fully enjoying this as like, my own little practice at this point and then I'll share here and there um with friends and then at special special dear places um Mm. but even if that's happening I don't usually wait until like wait say we're having it at noon or whatever it's I'll have my daily sit for myself and then I'll, I'll sit again yeah and yeah it's definitely a it just feels weird without it no, <laughs> I feel you. I'm like, uh, I've missed maybe three days, at least doing a first in the morning sit throughout quarantine. And my partner sits with me too. And he's like, this is so strange. Like we've missed, we missed the day. Like it really just like it. Yeah. It's a wild thing. How much of a shift it causes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like, I, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely like wake up earlier. If I have to be somewhere earlier than like mm-hmm. normal, I'll definitely literally make the time 
I'll be like, okay, I want to sit for this long minimum, you know, because I, I obviously I love to sit really long and just not have to move anywhere. And like after, you know, my whole kettle's done or something, I'll like grab a book and just sit in the space and just, I find, oh, it's so awesome. Like, it's almost like tea opens up this door inside of me and I just like can understand poetry more. So I've really connected with poetry since I've mm-hmm. begun drinking. And it's not like I, I read it during, but I read it afterwards because that door has been open and then the poetry can like sink in. And it's just been like this really beautiful little thing that's come from the practice. And so I love to, you know, sip tea and then drink or uh, sip tea and then read poetry. Mm, I love that. And it also makes total sense. I mean, like in my own experience, like mine isn't reading, but I feel like it like comes through me, like the words just flow out of me and I've never considered myself a writer or anything. And now that I have a practice, like the words just flow out of me after I've sat. Mm -hmm. It's like the blockages, our internal like fears or blockages or hesitations kind of just like are set aside. And then maybe that's um, from tea really dropping us into our heart where our heart's like, you know, there's no questioning this. It is. And our mind, you know, like thinking, overthinking it all. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. What are some of your um, favorite poets to read? Oh, I'm obsessed with Mary Oliver right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> devotions. And I just, I'm so inspired by her because it's like literally she would wake up at sunrise and just have her notepad and she would go out and walk through the fields. And she often talks about walking through the fields and I actually like live in a field, basically. I, uh, they're just surrounded by fields. So I really resonate with everything she says and especially, yeah, because of sunrise. And so it's almost like I'm, it's me. <laughs> you know, I read these poems, I'm like, that is me. Mm. Um, and I'd love to write more of my own. And I do a little bit, but yeah, it's just that, like, I don't necessarily share it because it's like very vulnerable at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's such a vulnerable practice and yeah. means of ex- sharing and expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, like sunrise has been a huge part of my practice, I guess, um, for a lot of years. Like I love sunrise and then to, to get up and do tea and sunrise at the same time. It, it's such a, like you said, like a root for the day. Like it really helps me root into like, for me, I try my best to live life as ceremony. And so when I begin the day, like it's like, sunrise is the opening ceremony like I'm there I'm ready and I'm here for the ceremony of the day and I set intentions and I it kind of helps me approach the rest of the day like even if it's more challenging parts like life offers us challenges and that can be sacred too and kind of just like rooting into that perspective um that life is sacred, that this day is sacred, and that I can I can choose how to like look at this. And so I feel like this practice has helped me kind of like deepen that perspective and awareness and like 
fully like bring it into the day. And I just, what it's really helped me with is like merging the lines between like what is ceremony and what isn't like what is tea ceremony and what isn't. Cause it's like, if I wash the dishes really quick and really fast and I'm rushing off and I'm like, that's tea ceremony too. And how am I going to be able to pour the water gracefully or, um, you know, even just be graceful at all in the ceremony if I'm, if I'm rushing in these other aspects of my life, you know? Mm. Yeah. And you can feel it when you're in the ceremony, if you've like rushed to get to it and you've like try to boil the water as fast as you can and well one the water will boil even slower you know it's like it's like or you know that's how like things get broken and you are you're you're just not aware of it um i feel like whenever i like accidentally hit my my pot on my on a bowl like when i'm pouring i'm like oh okay that like noise is like that reminder like you're not fully here right now yeah it's so a simple true. subtle gesture and probably no one else in the space noticed but i'm telling you like connect um yeah. just mm. a little subtle not so subtle reminder yeah totally mm-hmm. oh it's so crazy that something like that seems so simple you know tea we all know it like you said yeah. <laughs> like yet we can have a you know 30 minute conversation about how tra- transformative it's been in our life like what a wild um and beautiful gift that like one plant and then all of the people that mm-hmm. have processed it and allowed it to come to our hands have given us it, it's like such an incredible gift and i really try not to forget that really try to you know when i bow at the beginning to like truly like bow like I am deeply grateful for everyone that's um, brought this tea to this bowl in front of me and that it's been such a journey to get here, like forever, basically, because, you know, that's the processing methods have been like taught and taught at year after year for like how many like hundreds of years and to really to not forget that is definitely I'm working on can put, put, putting that into my bow every every day because mm. I it's such a gift it's been one of the biggest blessings I feel in my life at this point to to be aligned and I, I feel like plants choose us like I truly do and um, they pick us and I, I sometimes like to imagine that they're the ones kind of exploring us, you know, like they're, they've chose Rachel, they've chose Emily to like come into us and kind of like do what they got to do. Um, so I also love that. And I love, and that I, I, I love giving consent to the plants. Um, I just sometimes say to community sentences, I say, you have full consent, full permission to come inside and, explore and teach and offer and I pray to be yeah an empty bowl like show me I'm here like what what's your teachings and often they're they're deeply like uh 
mind-blowing basically like they're like wow but then so simple at the same time just and then there's some days where the practice again is like we were saying such a reflection of where we are and like I'm like always in my head and I think that's what we need too for a daily practice is this place to come back and to kind of just check in like where where am I really and then there's other days where I kind of get lost in a good way. I kind of get drifted out into these beautiful sacred journeys, taken to these magical places. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely gorgeous. <laughs> mm. I love that so much. What a beautiful reflection. Um, mm. I feel like I could talk for hours about tea and listen to you talk. You have such a beautiful <laughs> voice and so eloquently um, worded, and it's just such a gift. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, is there any final words you kind of want to leave with um, for anyone that's listening? Mm-hmm. Just slowness, you know, I'm, I actually have a bowl in front of me right here and I love just watching, I am doing leaves in a bowl today and I love that, you know, the opening of the leaves and I love imagining like our journey, you know, our tea journey or whatever journey we're on, like this like opening and like how special it is to open and to allow ourselves to be open and to continue to open and to continue to offer ourselves. And that's what I'm so inspired by with plants is their, their constant offering of themselves. And so I guess, yeah, that like, may we wholeheartedly offer ourselves to each other and receive each other. <laughs> mm. I love that. Thank you so much. So much heart and your experience what a what a beautiful um conversation and reflections and for me it brought up so much of like oh I could look at that a little differently or that a little differently and I think it'll help a lot of people oh thank you so much yeah mm. thank you Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed having this conversation. As always, if you feel called, I'd love to have you rate and review this podcast. It helps the podcast out and so that more people can see this and listen to it as well. And make sure you hit subscribe to be sure to get the next episode in your feed when it drops next Thursday. I'll see you then. Have a lovely day. Mm-hmm.